30 in the afternoon, uh, right next door to the Jules. Uh, but uh, he's a really funny guy. Uh, he headlined the show at the Brower House, and I just had to bring him here, and I wanted you guys all to see him. Uh, he looks like, uh, what did I say? He looked like Duck Dynasty and something else had a baby. God damn it. Oh, Duck Dynasty and Chris Farley had a baby. That's what it is. That's what it is. I'm really excited to have him here tonight. Let's give a round of applause going for him right now, everybody. Please give it up to very funny. Thanks for the sweet compliment there. <laughs> yeah, is there anything left in this fucking cup? Drink it. Drink it. Yeah. Woo! Woo! Ow! My name's Nick and I'm a I'm a cancer survivor. That's okay, I understand where you're coming from. Yeah, yeah I'm not clapping. So I'm gonna wait to see this guy sit before I decide to celebrate the fact that he's still alive. <laughs> no, I get it, I get it. But, uh, yeah, cancer sucks, I don't recommend it, but, uh, you know, it's a, it's a life experience, and you come out of it with some useful new tools to take what you can use on this little journey that is life. Uh, for instance, um, I've got a great way to score about a thousand points right out the gate with chicks. Throws that little nugget of information in there. That happened to that was also the year that I survived cancer. Oh, I'm sorry, poor baby. That was that's so hard on you. <laughs> it was. It still is. Sense of stuff. That always comes the uh, inevitable question. What kind of cancer did you have? Shit, um, I don't really know how to put this. Let's just see if the rest of the date goes well and uh, you end up back at my place. Reach out in the front of my pants and you're going to find out exactly what kind of cancer I have. <laughs> That's right, well, it was once a dynamic duo, it was now a solo act. <laughs> Buddy Cop Film is now a lone detective action story. The king is murder, he's out for revenge. If you can't figure out what I'm saying, uh, basically my, uh, my left testicle tried to kill me. Look <laughs> to the size of a medicine bowl, tried to kill me. Preemptive action, I had to kill it. In fact, I had to pay another man $2,000 to chop it off. Oh. Fuck that guy. <laughs> Fucking urologist, man. I mean, I realize he performed life-saving surgery on me, but it's hard not to be pissed off with the guy who, you know, mutilated your genitalia while they were passed out cold. <laughs> Let's see, the other question I usually get, and you know, people are curious, I understand, indulge on. So what did that look like? You know, it looks horrible. <laughs> I mean, to me, male genitalia is inherently horrible, so, you know, mutilated gen male genitalia, appropriately more horrible. I, this is like five years ago, man, I'm still not fucking used to it. I still, like, you know, get naked right before I get in the shower and just look at myself in the mirror and just like, fuck it. <laughs> but sometimes I do this little move where I, I kind of lift my penis out of the way and kind of squat down like this. Eh, that's kind of funny. It looks like my body's crying a little flesh teardrop. <laughs> shitty-looking, melting, fat-guy candle. <laughs> I got to do a little bit where while I'm in that position, I kind of shimmy back and forth and let it kind of like I call that ring in the choke belt. Otherwise known as the one-ball dangle dance. Uh, 
Justin Bieber haircuts with the fucking hair feather in the eyes, and then the, the fucking emo guys with the, with the chick haircuts. That, that's always very upsetting to me. Cause I'll just be like out and about, and I'll see some chick just kind of like leaning over at the bar, checking out her ass, looking at the little tattoo that's exposed between her low-cut jeans and her high-cut shirt. Then she turns around and she's got a beard. <laughs> Great, I'm checking out guys' asses now. <laughs> Frank's like, welcome to the club, bitch. <laughs> Uh, music that's just so shitty it makes me want to take two number two pencils, sharpen them, and jam them into my ear drums and throw myself into traffic. <laughs> and uh, the fact that there's no children out in the world anymore. When was the last time you saw, like, you go through a neighborhood in the summer, there's no kids on bikes playing kid can or anything like that? They're all in their fucking houses. I imagine sitting with their iPads and cell phones playing their fucking video games. And around this point, I kind of realize I'm starting to sound like a preachy old man. Oh, I remember when I was a kid. We didn't have cell phones, and we used to play outside because all video games fucking sucked. Musicians <laughs> knew how to play instruments, and when we got home, we had to masturbate to our own imagination. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> true. Did anybody here with a penis remember the last time you masturbated? Usually we only hear only thoughts and inspiration. We've got a lot of young guys here in this crowd. You guys probably don't, like, you guys probably have no idea how privileged you are to have this access to unlimited free pornography. When I was a kid, pornography was a commodity. It was hard to come by. If you had porno, you were the most popular kid on the playground. If you grew a penthouse, 
into a group of 12 year olds in 1996 and be like throwing a T-bone steak into a fucking cage filled with starving pit bulls. You know? <laughs> and ladies, you have no idea how exciting it is as a pubescent boy to finally see a picture of a vagina after you've been spending the last year and a half beating off to the, three, the underwear section in a 300 page JC Penny catalog. <laughs> 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 Nowadays, nowadays, you got these things. Now, I know what you're thinking, that's a cell phone. You're wrong. It's an unlimited cornucopia of free pornography that you can also make phone calls on. If I get this when I was 12 or 13, I'd be fucking dead. You'd have found it laying next to my dried out, emaciated corpse. Which would be surrounded by various articles of clothing so hardened with petrified semen you can use any one of the smash of diamonds. And then laying there just next to my penis would be some unidentified listening pile of vital organs that were the to shoot out of my body so we were Gym size, don't get pregnant. So all of my potential children perish every Sunday with the lights and the laundry. But yeah, you know, I'm 30, you know, a lot of my friends, they all have kids, they're getting married, they're kind of at that age, and that's kind of normal. One of the things I had to learn is to pretend to be, you know, happy when they tell me that they're having a kid. Because I mean, my original reaction is just like, Jesus. Sorry. <laughs> what are you guys gonna do? Like, no, 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 it's a good thing. Oh! <laughs> Yay! <laughs> so now I know, you know. Say congratulations, Faith Happy. Congratulations! Looking forward to the baby shower! <laughs> and I don't know if that's a new thing, like, I mean, not baby showers, but like men being invited to baby showers. Because I've been to like a buck. I used to like. Being a band and stuff, and I was like going to be a rock star, and I was supposed to be having like drug fueled orgies and limousines. Baby showers. My drug fueled orgy and limousines to baby. My drug fueled orgy and limousines to baby shower ratio is way off from where I fucking thought it was going to be. But um, anyway, baby showers are kind of bullshit. Hey, come to my party and buy all this shit for this new member of Facebook we decided to bring into the world. I can't, I can't, I'm not that cynical, but, uh, and, you know, I understand baby shows, I can't, okay. And then you decide to have another baby, and what, what do I get? An invitation to another baby shower, and I'm kind of like, wait, wait, what happened to all the shit we bought the first time? Like, oh, well, this one's gonna be a girl. I don't give a shit. I have with a baby. I have to, if you had to ask the fucking thing, hey, baby. Are you upset that your clothes are gonna be, you know, blue instead of pink? You know what the baby's gonna say? gonna go to the city and get drunk next weekend and shower. You're all invited. Like, still bring diapers. 
Just that and booze and like vouchers for free Uber rides. <laughs> the Lord's house is mine because it's going to have a big sign on the front lawn that says, It's going to be a hangover. <laughs> Come see me after that special night. Ask me how it went. If it went well, I'll respond to you the same way your baby did. I'll cough up some titty milk and shit myself. Ah, uh, what else here? Uh, yeah, so, you know, I don't, I don't have any kids. Uh, the thing I hate most about uh, the baby shower thing is having to go shopping. Uh, I don't have a girlfriend, so I don't have that to just toss off on her, at least, or at least come with me so I don't feel as fucking creepy when I'm walking around. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, a couple of my friends, they had a baby, and uh, had a baby shower, and I had to go shopping. And so I, uh, I went to Babies R Us. They don't really appreciate guys like me walking around hungover on a Saturday afternoon. I <laughs> just feel it, man. There's all these women just like walking around going, oh, God, I wonder how long it's going to be over there by that stuff. I kind of want to look at that stuff. <laughs> they're like afraid they're going to come up and I'm just going to look at it and go, oh, this shit's breaking, huh? Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you ever think about doing any webcam work? <laughs> You know? So I mean, this, I shit you not, I'm fucking just walking around this place and they make an announcement over the intercom. Oh, welcome to the rest of the I hope everybody's enjoying your shopping day. Uh, just want to let everyone know if you're feeling uh, apprehensive or nervous or anything, please uh, let us know. What the fuck are you talking about me? <laughs> <laughs> shit you not, a fucking security guard started following me around, man. So I'm just doing my thing and the guy finally comes up to me. And he asked me, so, uh, hi, sir, I guess what you're, what you're doing here today? And being as nervous as I was and trying to come up with something, I responded with the exact wrong thing to say to a security guard at Babies R Us while you're holding a little red polka dot dress. You're shopping for my girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I don't have any kids. Uh, obviously, I've said that three fucking times. Um, don't know if I ever will, you know, when I was 20, I was like, maybe when I'm 30, or in my 30s, now I'm 30, I'm like, eh, maybe in my 40s, I don't really give a shit. But, uh, whenever I have a kid, I just wanna, I just wanna make sure that they're not gonna grow up to be a douchebag. That's, that's my main thing. And, uh, uh, one example is, I think we got a lot of this douchebaggery in Chicago in general. We have these people that are all obsessed with Chicago, like, just make sure they let you know how fucking Chicago they are. You'll be like, oh yeah, where are you from? They're like, Chicago? I'm like, where are you from? <laughs> so I'm just gonna admit something to you. I'm just gonna be, put it out there straight up. Uh, um, I like to put ketchup on my hot dog. I'm hoping for it. That's right, that's right. Ketchup on the hot dog. Hitler, Pol Pot, Mao, Jeffrey Dahmer, Nick Lanzis. <laughs> what a big red A on my chest. What kind of sick, soulless, heartless fucking son of a bitch. You put ketchup on a hot dog. Fuck this guy. <laughs> the response I always get, get that Chicago hot dog. Get that Chicago hot dog. Like, I'm just sitting there fucking dumping Tabasco sauce into the eyes of a screaming baby. 
Is that cool? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, you know what? To which I can only respond and apologize and ask you to kindly go fuck yourself in a fucking butcher knife covered in margarita stuff. <laughs> 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 That's not a Chicago hot dog. Yeah, that's right. I didn't ask. And what are you, the fucking hot dog police? Oh, sorry, officer. I didn't realize the hot dog police's uh, jurisdiction uh, extended all the way to downtown Naperville. <laughs> Fuck, just, just try to sit there, enjoy my meal quietly. You have to come up and start fucking with me. It makes me crazy. It makes me want to stand up on the fucking table and start waving around a knife at passersby and speaking a tongue. <laughs> Maybe instead of going and just eating my hot dog, I should have crawled up to the top of the building and started taking out random pedestrians with a sniper rifle. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sure even if I did that, nobody would be as upset about as that about that as they were about the fact that I put ketchup on my fucking hot dog. I can see the guy at the news interview in the morning. Everybody was just sitting there eating their food, and this guy out of nowhere started putting ketchup on his hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, I'm glad.